Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Hey y'all, I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Okay. Hey y'all, this is April. And this is Caroline. It is happy bloody actually bloody happy hour time oh and are we gonna get bloody today caroline um sometimes we're bloody yeah we're not not. super bloody we're not super bloody we're not super bloody okay that's okay yeah that's totally fine um and you're drinking on some bombay yeah i mean i'm just you know sipping away in my cup i just have some water and some rum oh you're hydrating yeah Wow, I love it. Well, actually, I'm drinking Gatorade with my, there you so go. I'm basically hydrating too. Yep, 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 yep. Um, what's going on in the world? You know, when I go back to work, I can't pay attention to the world. You know what I know what's going on? On only suits. I'm obsessed with suits oh. right now. And when I'm not watching it, I worry about like what Mike Ross is doing. Like what Mike Ross is doing. Right I now. watched it so long ago that I don't know. It's so c- I know I you it. watched it when it was actually going on out, HBO. But it's crazy that right now it's the most watched and the well, most yeah, downloaded. because now what's going on with Prince Harry and Meghan? Are they well, divor- I, getting divorced? Are they separating? Like what's the? I don't even know. I, that ain't even why. It was just because it's on Netflix and people were like, "Watch it. It's so good." And, and they're all watching it because she's in it because they're like, "Oh." She's beautiful. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, and Don- and there's a beautiful redhead on there. Donna. Oh, yep, yep, yep. I'm in love with Donna. They're all they're all beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, it's just not fair. It's fine. It's fine. Even in I love Lewis Lit, the little weasel looking one. He's my favorite. Oh, so he... that's the only thing I know about right now is Suits. Yeah. Shout out if anybody's watching Suits with me. Um, if you're not, go watch it. I do know about. There's been some fires lately. In Maui. Oh, oh, I was going to say, there's some on my highway every morning <laughs> when I'm going to work. And I am so 
all about the conspiracies. What would start? Oh, the Oprah Winfrey conspiracy? There's all kinds of them. And you know what? I don't even want to call it a conspiracy because I just want to call it, it is what it is. They use the direct energy weapons to light the place on fire uh -huh. so they could acquire all this land uh -huh. and give it to the elites and they're going to try to make this island into Another this... Epstein? Well, into this, like, um, new new uh, city. What is it called? Like a, like a advanced city or something. Oh. We know what kind of TikToks you're watching. <laughs> I just saw something about Oprah owns a bunch of this land and there's these tunnels and this human trafficking tunnel. Yes. And they're all going towards her land. And Swoopy is, he's like, this is going to cause a divorce. Like every time I bring up a conspiracy or something's on the news, I'm like, oh, I wonder if the Illuminati made I think all it. of that is accurate. <laughs> I do. I do. I think it's a, and it, because like, you know, then they're, they're not getting that like what Ukraine's getting like billions and billions of dollars and Hawaii got like a million. Mm. I mean, I don't know. Poor Hawaii. Poor Hawaii. Poor Maui and Lithuania or whatever. It's Lithana. We're really good at everything and everything <laughs> you hear is facts. This is a fact-driven podcast, and we're here to tell you about it. Crass and misinformed. Crass and misinformed. That, title you know what? Let's change the name you. of the podcast. <laughs> we're changing the name. Oh, what you got today? Um, so this case has started to come back up here recently, and this is a wild ride. Okay. I love those. I don't know why I always bring the cases that have to do with a billion different dates and a well there's only four people but it 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 can get confusing and the way your mind works I'm surprised you picked I these. know because I get invested and then I'm like oh my gosh this is gonna be very do I need a marker board to draw you might you might a tree yeah y'all might need to get a family tree a family tree out so this is about the uh, Grant Solomon case never heard of it he is so cute is he, he was a little kid set, no he's not i'm not doing a kid okay. i was but he was 18. okay oh it's a kid to me i know but he wasn't like kidnapped kid okay but oh y'all are gonna hate this other guy okay so in 2001 angie huffines reconnected with the guy that she met in high school and this guy was named aaron solomon and they dated for about six weeks and then Angie got pregnant. And so they decided to get married because they had uh, mount, mounting pressure from both of their parents. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how old they were at the time, but she's pregnant and they end up getting married. So Angie grew up in a abusive household. It's, there's no, sp I don't know what kind of abuse, it's just abusive household. Um, but she was a basketball player. She had a beautiful sing singing voice. She got her bachelor's degree. She got her doctorate in pharmacy. She was hardworking. She was smart. And she bought her own house and was, like, on track to have a successful life. And we're in Tennessee? We are, are we? in Tennessee, yes. Erin, okay. um, so it's Angie and Erin. Get the names straight already, okay? Erin uh, was... I don't know anything about his 
background, but he was working as a sportscaster for WSMV Channel 4, which was a news affiliate in Nashville. Okay. So they have their first child, Grant Solomon, in 2002. Then they have Gracie in 2006. Okay. They lived in Nashville. Grant was super smart, very talented, loving. He was really into books. Um, but he was also very athletic, friendly, loyal. He wasn't bubbly. Okay. Okay. But he was, he had this like aura about him. Uh, people always would go to him for advice and wisdom. And he had, he was like an old soul. Okay. So he, I mean, people, he, he would talk to people as if he had been through their situation before. And so a lot of people confided in him and he was just. Kind of friendly to everybody. He was just a, and he he's just a sweet looking. He has like longer hair. He has these like circle glasses, uh -huh. and he always had to wear glasses because he had terrible eyesight. And I guess he didn't have contacts, but he was he had the best smile. I mean, it was just this cute. Oh, what a cute little boy. We love him. We do. So, um, he him and uh, he went to Grace Christian Academy School in Franklin, Tennessee, and he was star baseball player. He was a pitcher. I mean, like D1 schools were looking at him and everything. So, according to now, let me just preface this: all of this is based on it's all alleged, and it's based on um, Angie and um, Gracie. And Grant, it's all their side of the story. Okay. Grant the son. Grant the Gracie, son. Gracie the daughter. Is, Angie the mama. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So according to Angie, her and Aaron's relationship turned like tumultuous after Grant was born, which was the first child, which was like not right very, after yes. because they got married because yes. they got pregnant. Yes. So she has, she had said that Aaron was very manipulative and he had frequent violent outbursts and he would do whatever to like exert control over her. Um, cheated on her multiple times. He started to hire sex workers or prostitutes. Their relationship was deteriorating. And then she also found out that he was allegedly grooming several underage girls. Okay. okay. In 2011, Aaron voluntarily resigned from his position as a sports anchor. And, but Angie says that he was fired because they found inappropriate stuff on his computer and his phone. Okay. So that was in 2011. 2014, he transitioned his role and he became a financial advisor for Merrill Lynch, Ooh. which is an investment management firm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so that's good. So throughout all of this, Angie like starts going to therapy because she's like, he's being abusive. He's cheating on her and he's gets fired and just all the things. So she starts going to therapy and he, Aaron, the husband is like refusing to let her go alone or like not like giving her her privacy to go alone. So he's really trying to like control, control that. everything. So he starts like, I don't know what, I guess he go, it says he starts listening to in on the sessions. Okay. But then he starts attending the sessions. I think she got one or two in by herself and then he refused to let her do it anymore alone. And so he joined her. That's the worst. 
So Annie, Annie, Angie was then, she was diagnosed with PTSD stemming from torment from her earlier life or her childhood. Um, and Aaron was diagnosed with um, NPD, Narcissistic Personality, Personality Disorder, as well as having a sex addiction. Damn. Hmm. So. This was real busy. This is, it just gets it's so bad. So after, okay, so then that happens. Then they have the sec, they have Gracie, they have their daughter. And Aaron is just consistently angry and mainly towards Angie and Grant, wife and son. So in early uh, January 2013, Gracie's five and she tells her mom that her father is doing things to her in the bathtub Mm. and she would get upset like over time she would just would not want to take a bath never want to take a bath she the dad so aaron refused to let angie give gracie baths and he was the only one that was Gracie told her mom that dad was hurting her. I don't know. Okay. Cause if she's five, I don't know how she can speak these things, but I think it was later on a few years later that she comes no, in. She says, okay. Good. Okay. They can say, but she, well, had a lot of words at five years. old. Okay. So it's like that, but was she like, daddy was hurting me sexually and physically. I don't know if she would say that, but anyways, that's what the thing was. That she was, he was hurting her in both ways. And she said he was putting the soap inside of her and it was really hurting her. But then, like, later on, because she gives, she goes to YouTube and she does this whole, like, t- tells her story. And sh- she comes out and says that it it probably wasn't the soap. It was, like, his hand uh-huh. or whatever. Just dis- oh, and he's probably saying, let me soap you, clean you down there with the soap. But it's just his. What a disgusting. Did we say trigger? Trigger. Trigger. trigger, I'm, trigger. S- I'm. Yeah. Yes, and there's a lot of triggers. So, but th- it, this is probably as descriptive as it, but just everything's triggered. So, Angie confronts Aaron. So she confronts him, and she's like, um, "Gracie told me that you've been doing things to her with soap, blah blah blah," and he allegedly confessed and said, "Yeah, I am doing that, but you better not say anything, or I'm going to take him from you." Okay, so then he warned her if she said anything, he was going to take the kids away. And now she's starting to go. She's like, okay, I'm going to see another therapist, probably behind his back to get it to where he doesn't isn't involved. And so then they kind of like she starts taking notes. She has everything on her phone. She's documenting everything, any incidents. And then she's emailing back and forth with her therapist just and they're kind of coming up with some plan to leave him but also to get the kids away from him, almost like an escape plan, but, mm-hmm. like, in a safe way. Yeah. Okay. So, then Angie and Grant and Grace, so mom and the kids, they start sleeping in the master bedroom together, all three of them, and dad sleeping in another room because they're all scared of him, and they, want, they know that he has these violent outbursts, and so – Whenever he gets angry, they want to be able to lock themselves in the room. Gosh.
I mean, this is like your. Ugh, it gets worse. It gets, I'm mad at Angie. She, ugh, it. I feel like he. I felt like she, I felt like her. She felt like her hands were tied, and she didn't know what to do. Because mm-hmm. she's going to therapy. She. I mean, I don't know. What do you do? Nobody. Leave. Maybe she did. Man, she's, and if she's a doctor, because if she's a pharmacy, she's a doctorate in pharmacy, she's got to have a job. So, anyways, he they're, they're in the room, and then in May 2013, he has an outburst. So, they all go. They lock themselves in the room. He's like, Angie, get in the bathroom. So, she goes into the bathroom, and he hits her at the side of the head and starts strangling her with the cord from the hairdryer. Okay. And as that's happening, Grant walks in and he stops it and he is like intervenes, gets Aaron off of his mom to and, and she's able to escape the situation. And she told Grant, she's like, we can't report this because like, let's not report it to the cops because he's going to I she just is in fear. I guess she's in this like complete fear. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and so she didn't, she was like, just don't say anything and I won't say anything and we'll just, we're going to figure it out. We're, we have a plan. We're going to leave. We're going to leave. Okay. Well, plot twist. Aaron calls the police <laughs> and reports the incident because he wants to get ahead of it because being the narcissist that he is, uh-huh. he wants to be able to uh, have control of the narrative and to basically say, like, this is what happened. I mean, he basically is a politician, I feel like. So Angie's parents had come over to the house. So they call Angie's parents, come over, and they get there, and that's whenever uh, Aaron says that Angie was attempting suicide. Oh, with the with the cord. With the cord. <laughs> and that is what he also told the 911 dispatcher was that his wife was trying to commit suicide. So he's telling her parents that that's what happened. He's telling the 911 people that's what happened. And remember, she had this, like, abusive childhood. So her parents and Aaron then force her to go to the hospital to get an evaluation, a mental evaluation. Oh, gosh. So her parents don't believe what she's saying. Her husband is making up shit and then she just has her two kids who like they never believed the kids so they forced her to go to the hospital they're saying she's mentally ill but then angie gets to talk to the doctor alone and she tells them the real story about what happened and that aaron is physically harming her and that he choked her with the cord and blah 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 she spends one night and her outpatient psychiatrist said that confirmed she was not attempting to take her life that she was like she was in a normal state of mind um and nothing that would have caused her to want to take her life had happened she was diagnosed with major depression but she was in remission and she was discharged um and and in the discharge they said that she was in a risky situation in a possibly violent situation with her husband Mm -hmm. like so they're like she's in this risky situation she lives in this like domestic violence 
relationship, and her parents were also unreliable sources of information. So it concluded that Angie was not a danger to herself or to others. Okay, this is what the medical diagnosis is, what the doctors say. Tests are all checked. Everything's checked out. She's fine, blah, blah, blah. She gets a restraining order against Aaron, against her husband. She's like, I'm getting a restraining order. So she had to stay that one night at the hospital. They clear her. She gets a restraining order. She goes home, which is the next day, and nobody's home. He took them. He took the kids, and he gone. She calls him over and over, no answer. She calls her parents over and over, no answer. She calls his parents over and over, no answer. Oh, my goodness. So now she's at home, and it's the next day. It's May 12th. It's Mother's Day. No. She's thinking, okay, maybe he'll bring them back. It's Mother's Day. Mm. But instead, the police show up at her house. Apparently, Aaron had called 911 again, claiming that Angie was once again trying to commit suicide. Police do a little invest, whatever, a mini investigation. They find no evidence of the claim, and they told Angie that she was likely in a toxic and harmful relationship, and they left without doing anything else. <laughs> so she's once again back Come on, to Nashville. Oh, crooked. We're coming up to some crooked. So, meanwhile, as this is happening, all of a sudden, Aaron files for divorce. Oh. He, he works real quick. Real quick. He's on it. And. She should have been on it like this. He obtained a order of protection against her. So, a restraining order. For himself and the children. So, he was then granted full custody of the kids. God. Over the next month, months, months, she's like trying to fight for custody, everything. Gracie said that neither her or Grant wanted to live with their father because they were scared of him. And he was so strict. He was physically harmful to them that he only allowed them like, let's see, he allowed them meat and vegetables only. They were not allowed to have sugar. Oh, Grant paleo? lost, uh, yeah, he's major paleo. Grant lost like 25 pounds. Oh, wow. He was noticeably skinnier and frail. And um, at one point, I think it was they were, the three of them were driving somewhere and it wasn't where they were supposed to be going. And Grant tries to like jump out of the truck while it's moving. Oh, Grant. And, but he, dad, grabs Grant's wrist so hard and tight that he thought that he broke his wrist but so this is how um desperate they are to get out of this situation and they're old enough to speak like all they have to do is speak up or somebody all that somebody had to do is ask them let's see if this is 2013 and he was born in 2001 he was born in 2002 2002 that's old enough. The judge will talk to you so at what eight is years he? old. Twelve. I'm math ain't mathin'. <laughs> okay, born in two thousand, born in two thousand two, and it's so twenty thirteen. So he's eleven. Yeah. And so she and but the girl was born in twenty thirteen. No, that's the same year it is. <laughs> oh, two, she, she was, was born five. in two thousand six. Okay, so she's seven. So she's still pretty little. Okay, so 
it's June, it's 2013. Now they have a divorce hearing. Angie's dad and her sister both testify against her. And medical experts testify in her favor, confirming that she is a victim of domestic violence. But the judge ruled in Aaron's favor. Mm. Okay. It's a man's world. And I, I don't know. I don't know why the family's doing this. I don't. If there's just a big piece of the story we're missing. But to me, it sounds like. I, so the parents were back in him? Yes. The whole time. So, over the next six months, she tries to find a solution. She's trying, trying, trying. And by 2014, the court granted. So, after six months, they granted her two hours of supervised visitation per week. But during these visits, she started to notice that, like, Grant started to lose even more weight. Mm -hmm. And Gracie was having, like, bags and dark circles under her eyes. And it's like you can tell they're, like, emotionally drained and they're exhausted. And that they, you could could just tell they were suffering. Mm -hmm. And plus this, she's only, like, eight, nine. And so you shouldn't have that much stress that young. So November 2014 comes around, and Gracie tells her mom that her dad was attacking her continuously in a sexual manner. So this is 20, and then going into 2015, so like November to 2014, 2015, she's still telling her more and more allegations, saying there's times that he would random, she would randomly become very sleepy. She would wake up. And she would have, like, the inside of her thighs and her privates were burning. And she could never remember why. Mm. She said one time she managed to get away from her dad. She FaceTimed her mom. And she showed her the bruising on her, on her inner thighs. And I guess Angie confronted Aaron. And he said that the bruising was from her swimsuit. Oh, gosh. Okay. And they're hopeless because nobody listens to them, so there's probably no point of telling people at school. They can't tell their grandparents. Just wait. (laughs) The school lets them down, too. Yep. And the church. Oh, this guy's that good. During this time, Aaron had inherited a trust, so he had an aunt that died. Okay. One million dollar trust fund. Oh, over to Aaron. So now he's got plenty of money to do whatever he wants. He's getting $100,000 a month. Damn. Just from this trust fund. And in April 2015, he reported to the police that Angie was not paying child support. Oh. <laughs> as he has this money from the trust fund coming in. So okay. this led to her being arrested. Oh, my goodness. Angie. Can you get arrested for not paying child support? Yes. How long? How long? What do you mean? Like, is there an amount? Or is it is it just the the, the spouse has to be the one or the, the baby daddy or baby mama has to be the one to turn you in? I don't know how they police it, but it's against the law. Like, you have to pay it. And then when you go to jail and somebody posts your bond, that bond like that money goes to the spouse that you owe money to okay (laughs) i don't know interesting so 
she has to, she's arrested and then um this is basically her dad knew that mom was that mom and gracie were talking so this is kind of why he did this this mm -hmm. is why he pre said she wasn't paying child support and that he got arrested because he wanted to silence her and this was his way of doing that um and over the next three years she stayed silent because she had no she wanted her kids to be safe and she didn't want to make the kids even or she didn't want to make him mad it would come off on the kids you know and it would be worse for them so she's just kind of laying low because she doesn't know what to do so 2018 we're three years later mm -hmm. there is uh, emergency hearing that is called so grant had a baseball tournament in north carolina angie filed for an emergency custody hearing based on allegations of neglect and physical harm by aaron um so grant stays at his tournament and this was because of gracie so grant stays at the tournament gracie and aaron so dad and daughter are driving back from north carolina to tennessee for this custody hearing mm -hmm. along the way dad books a hotel room gracie wants to have two separate beds dad has one bed mm. instead of two so she's she told him hey get two room two beds because I, she was scared of him she's gonna get abused and sure enough she did get abused and there's no details about everything but the next day was the hearing and she goes into details at the hearing tells the court what happened the night before and just recounted everything that he did to her then his lawyer gets up and gets in her face and is insisting that she's making this all up nothing inappropriate happened and that all of her allegations are false oh, shit. in and in, in her face and grant son the son had also submitted a letter to the court saying that he was living in fear of his father and that his father was restricting food calling him fat making him practice like over and over endlessly baseball practices with no breaks and just like constantly on mm -hmm. on them constant so they both the kids expressed that they wanted to live with their mom and that they every moment that they spent with their father was spent in terror oh those babies and what they do at the conclusion of the case williamson county let me make sure i say this nice and loud <laughs> williamson county circuit court judge dina johnson dismissed A woman yes dismissed the petition citing lack of merit whatever that means and she barred Angie from filing any additional civil lawsuits against Aaron for the next oh six God. years, discrediting Angie and Gracie's claims, assuming that Angie was filing these lawsuits out of spite. Oh, my gosh. Gracie was then forced to return to her father's custody. No way. What is even happening? No way. Now let's talk a little bit about the church. Aaron attends the same church as several influential members of the court system and the community, along with Governor Bill Lee. Mm. Not Billy, 
Bill Lee. Mm. So they all attend this church, Grace Chapel Church. Grace uh. Chapel <laughs> Church. They should be shut down. If you know anyone that goes to Grace Chapel Church, tell them to get out. So Aaron and the kids, they've been going there for several years, but then they're also going to school, which was in, like, the school is attached to the church. He sets it up to make himself look so good. So although the church and schools are separate entities, they do share the same ideology. Mm. And, like... They're all the church. They're thinking that Aaron is this good guy. He goes to church. He gives back to the community. Well, yeah, he has all this money now to give back. So, yeah. So you have law enforcement. You have the courts. You have the government. And they all seemed to believe that Aaron is just this great guy. They go to church together. They have the same. They just share the same thoughts, everything. It was also alleged that this judge, Dina Johnson, had spoke to the pastor of the church before making her ruling on the custody situation, which led, obviously there's bias, and Angie is like, this is so, like, fucked up, obviously. She should get disbarred. Yes. Let's, how do you disbar somebody? Can we, well, who knows? Apparently, there's another podcast that's called uh, The Corruption in Tennessee that goes over all, apparently there's this corruption in Tennessee, clearly Mm -hmm. as we're talking about it. So now Gracie and Grant were supposed to live with a family friend under DCS care. Department of Family and Child Services. Services. So they're, I guess, they're, he was, like, the dad was still granted custody of them, but they were going to live with another fam- family member. So something happened. So something else happened, I guess, that I don't know how that. But Gracie says that she also, this is when she confided in staff members at her high school, Grace Christian Academy, about physical attacks that her father was doing to her and that one day the principal called her in her office in the office and advised her to stop talking about what was happening in order to preserve her reputation. Oh my god. Oh and Grant also went to talk to the school pastor telling him about the everything that was happening. Still nobody took any action. Mm. Okay. So it's back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I'm gonna play you a clip. And in this clip, it's so Angie had um, Angie was going going to the school to pick up Gracie for a doctor's appointment. She's waiting in the car line to pick her up. Um, Aaron shows up and he's like, no, I'm picking her up and I'm taking her to the doctor's appointment. And she's like, whatever. So she follows him as he's taking her to the doctor's appointment. They get they do the appointment. They come out and the. This is the conversation that is happening after they leave the appointment. This was with, um, this was with Grace, Angie, and then the man that you hear is the dad. Let's go. Let's go. I'm, please. 
I want right, to so, ride with mom. Alright, so then after the party, you go with me and Grant to Mississippi? I don't, I don't want to go to Mississippi, please. I just want to stay. Okay, Gracie, you're coming to me eventually. Because you guys are breaking the rules. I'm not. You two are breaking the rules. I'm not. I know what it is. I understand. But at some point, we're supposed to be following rules that aren't being followed. And there's reasons for the rules. And it doesn't matter what me, us three think. And we've had this conversation a number of times, but it's going to stop. Gracie will be coming to me at some point. Whether you like it or not, it will happen. Because I'm not going to continue to allow us to be breaking the rules. And you shouldn't be allowing it either. And you shouldn't be allowing it either. It's not just about what you want right now. It's, it's, it's much bigger than that. And I've tried to play nice and be nice about it. And you, and, but you've been with mom way more than you're supposed to, and more than way more than what the judge there said. Shouldn't be supposed it doesn't to. matter what you think right now. Hmm. Lovely. And like right before this, whenever whenever they were before they were going to that doctor's appointment, the headmaster, headmaster Robbie Mason, he said that Gracie's claims were old news and he had put her in the car with her father. Oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Has the school been burned down and the church? If it ain't burning, it's probably about to burn. Because this is all coming popping back up right now. All this whole story. Because what happened? Well, okay. Everything, as terrible as everything is right now, it's about to go from bad to much worse. Okay. I hate to say it. So July 20th, 2020, Grant uh, was going to baseball practice. He had early morning baseball practice. So he was living with this. They were living with that family friend or whatever where they were. And he, it was about an hour drive, but his dad was like meeting him at the practice. Um, and then he gets to where he was supposed to go. Um, and then 15 minutes before practice starts, Grant is struck by his own truck and killed. What? His own truck? This is so shady. He's struck by his own truck. The only witness to the accident is his father. Oh, my God. Aaron Solomon. So, allegedly, okay, he was getting his baseball equipment out of the bed of his truck when his truck began rolling backwards, Mm. tapping or trapping Grant, and then dragging him over 60 feet, and the truck ended up in a rocky ditch where Grant was trapped under it and died there. No. Okay. So the place. Where was the daddy in the driver's seat? Well, here's the thing. He had met his, he was in a different car. Okay. So the morning that he, so he went, he got there about, Grant got there about 830, 840. And it was hot. It was like 80 to 90 degrees. Um, Grant, the truck he was driving was a 2015 Tacoma pickup truck. And according to the reports, 
he went to get his baseball equipment out of the bed of the truck. Okay. But then, and then this is when the truck just all of a sudden started rolling backwards. Mm. Okay. But then this is where they're questioning. They're like, well, you're going to put your truck, your baseball equipment in the back of your truck when it's already that hot. And wouldn't it be like, get hot? Why would you not just put it in the back seat? Okay. Yeah. So that was one thing. Um, so Aaron calls 911 around 844. And he initially tells police that they met at the facility, that he parked his own car. He was looking at his emails on his phone, and that's when he realized that Grant's truck was no longer there. Oh, wow. And that it was no longer parked next to him. And he heard this large crash, and he saw Grant's truck rolling down the hill into this uh, ditch, and it was dragging... And then it was dragging Grant. I bet he said it nice and calmly, just like you oh, did. Oh, just wait till you hear it. <laughs> God. When the police arrived to take a statement, Devils. he told police that he saw Grant get out of the truck, grab his baseball gear from the bed of the truck, and then he saw the truck start backing up, hitting and dragging Grant all the way to the ditch, trapping him under the car. But during the call, he claimed that there was three witnesses to the incident, but then they were never mentioned again, and later he changed his story, saying that he was the only one present. Mm. But how did he... He's changed his story multiple times, mm. because first he's checking his email and didn't even see it, but then but then he saw the whole... F Play the clip. Roll the clip. Roll that beautiful... Roll the thing. clip. This is the 911 call, and it is four minutes, and I'm playing the whole thing, so you're welcome. I'm trying. I'm trying. Where's your emergency? There, it's 1357 South Water Street. It's off 109. Please hurry. You said 57? Please hurry. Okay, what's going on? 1357. Uh, my, my son's truck backed over him, and he, it's rolled over him and dragged him into the ditch, and it's on top of him. He's trapped under the truck, and I... I yeah, he, I, he I, somehow it drug him underneath it. Yes, my son is under it. I'm trying to, no, I'm, I'm trying to call 911. Okay, what's your name? Oh, my God. My name is Aaron Solomon. And you said oh you're my at God. 1357 Southwater Avenue, right? Yes. How old yes. is the male? He's 18. He just turned 18 a couple weeks, about a month ago. It's my son. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is not good. Is he awake? And oh, please hurry. Oh, I don't know. I don't think oh, so. Oh, he's hurry. not. Oh, he's not alert, right? No, he's out. He's not even over he's there trapped. next to it. got three guys here, and he's trapped under the truck. And nobody's moved the truck. Oh my God. I understand, sir. Stay on the phone with me while we get somebody out there. What's your name? Aaron Solomon. All right, Aaron. Huh? What kind of vehicle is it? It's a Toyota Tacoma, Tacoma and it, the, the vehicle has to, he's underneath the vehicle. Okay, I've got the, that. And, and it's... Okay, I've got that. What color is it? It's a white truck. That's my son. He, it's somehow it backed up. Yeah. He sounds so concerned. Yeah, I'm on, on, I'm on with 911 right now. Oh my God. Oh my God. Mm. 
Oh my God. Was your son working on it? No, no, he was just getting out of it. It's the hill. It's we're on an incline, and I guess he didn't have it in park or something, or it wasn't engaged, or. Oh my God. Oh, oh my God! Son I can't still believe not this. Responding? No, no. And he still wants no. to try. No one can get yes. out from under it. No, it's we no. We saw units and rounds to you. I'm just asking you questions before we can huh? update him, okay? Can you check and see huh? if he's breathing? I, I, somebody's telling me that he's coming too. Okay, maybe. He is waking up, maybe. kind of keeping still. So he is. Well, he can't, yeah, he can't move. I don't think he can move. I, I don't know. Okay. I no, he can't move. He's trapped. Okay. Well, we got somebody in route. Now, when he wakes uh, up, he might I'm be scared. I'm telling him, man. Can somebody I'm get down him. there and talk to him? Yeah, somebody talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> There's blood. What, is he facing up or down? He's facing up. They said he may aspirate. We need to hurry. Oh, my God. <sighs> So does he have blood coming out of his mouth? Yeah, he's, yeah. There's blood coming out. Yeah, somehow it drug him down. I think I don't know whether it wasn't in park or what, or if it didn't engage the brake or it mm. drug him underneath somehow. Okay. They said he's facing up. Mm. Okay. But he's bleeding from his mouth. So, Grant, turn your face to the side if you can, barely. But be careful. <laughs> That's stupid. Okay. We can't move him. We can't. We can't move him. Oh my God. All right, these and they're there. Oh my God! Is that not the worst? Grant, move not your what, hand to the move Grant, your can, to the Grant, can you can. hear me? If you move your, like, are you a mile away? Are you speaking to a dead roadkill? Like he, he had no emotion. You know what oh happened? No. Grant turned eighteen, and at eighteen, yes, you can make the decision to where you want to go. You are in the uh, you. Oh, that's what that was. And he was not gonna win. He was not gonna let Angie win. Yes. Oh, I know. How did you know? <laughs> Turn eighteen. Oh my goodness. Yes, Grant. that is exactly what happened. Angie better sue Dina, and the church. It better be called Angie's. This. Oh, this is why Angie's school. Angie's church. <sighs> so now she created Angie's list. And she's rich. Yes. Yes, yes. Oh so there. I mean, this is. I'll have the. I'll put the video of the um, of everything on all all the things. You know, all the the truck and the rocks and the the whole thing. So, are you gonna put on there what the words that is said on there? Like yeah, I can put refused? that. I can put the clip. No, yeah. are you gonna say it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like he refused. Say, yeah. Yeah, you can say. So, like, first we're like, how did this truck, how did the truck just roll backwards? And how do you just, so basically he's saying that the truck just wasn't in park and it just rolled backwards and he got stuck underneath and he just, and it drug him and then he ended up in this ditch. 
But that said that the truck has a safety feature where it would not anyways. Yeah. And that he refused any type of inspection of the truck, refused an autopsy, even though there was a um, bruised jaw. Oh, yeah. So it's a, like the report said that the police classified it as a private parking accident. Oh, my God. Versus an incident on the highway and government ditch where the truck and Grant were found. According to Angie, Grant would have never placed his baseball equipment in the bed of his truck. He always has it in the back seat. So which one? And and how did the truck roll backwards? Because this brand of truck, they say it's Toyota Tacoma, had a five-star safety rating and as it, what you just said, if it was in park and there was proof it was in park, there was no recall on this truck. Mm-hmm. But then again, they never explored it. They never tested it. And then Aaron refused to have the vehicle examined for mm-hmm. any defects. Um, he claimed that he was run over because of a car malfunction. You would think you would want to get that examined. You yeah. would want to look into that. Yes. Uh huh. Naturally, okay. What's the little baby's name? Grant didn't mean. Is his name Grant? Yeah. Didn't mean a thing to Aaron. He was just a piece of something to fight with Angie about. Mm-hmm. Eventually, it was investigated by an independent agency who did perform an analysis, and the evidence showed that there was nothing defective with the transmission, um, and it should have prevented that vehicle from rolling backwards when it was in part like there would have been no reason why this car would have just all of a sudden rolled backwards and i bet angie had to beg and pay for that independent agency to do that because the cops did, did not do their job the police did not perform this invest uh, the, the investigation of the truck they did not treat this case as a potential homicide but simply as an accident mm. So, according uh, to the reports, he was dragged, well, like I said, over 60 feet underneath the truck. His wounds received, though, did not match with the medical okay. information. Because you would expect to see road rash, uh, scrapes, a couple scratches. Maybe you'd have, like, scratches on your shoes. They, they said that he had nothing. Nope. Mm-mm. Um, there was, let's see. And you'd still be alive unless it just got your head. Like it might've got your leg. Yeah. They said since he was drug on his back, you would expect for him to have injuries to his back. He did not have any road rash, no burn marks, no torn clothing. He, his injuries were blunt force trauma to the back of the head, Mm. bleeding from the scalp, nose and ears. Okay. He hit him with the bat. The police department um, said that, let's see. Oh, the police department decided to work? No, they didn't. They didn't. They they said that there, they did not think that there was any foul play. Oh, God. He's paying them some money. And, you know, they... 
they took him by his word. He was clean cut. He had a good job, and he was a man of the church. And what did I, remember, what did I tell you? The most powerful man in the world is Joel Osteen. No, oh. <laughs> yeah, basically a white Protestant male. You could the most powerful person white protestant male and then you add money to that like you can get away with anything christian christian (laughs) christian you can get away with anything because people take you at your word right especially if you add money to that that you can just pay off christian right everybody trusts a christian a male, but these days, your these days nobody likes a white, a white male. You're you're no good, and all white men are no good. Well, now we know that yeah. you're most likely going to be the serial killer. True, but still, like you can get away with so much if you have money and you're male. Like you had, I look think at all m- these people money in his pocket. and power. Because look at the yeah. look at the woman. Yeah. Just um, use just this one case. She didn't have the money. She was a a woman. And she didn't have her kids in the Christian. She didn't even have her kids. She didn't have the Christian to be in the Christian school. He just knew how to set it up so that he can get away with any and everything. And he was probably good with his mouth. Yes. They said that he was very elegantly spoken and very manipulative. Uh So he could, you know, talk it up. Um, the crime scene, they said there was no, no grass appeared to be disturbed, uh, due to Grant being drug over it. No tire tracks, anything. Um, a a bunch of other things. Like there was, there was just no evidence that this is what happened that they think what happened was he was hit over the head. Um, and then he fell into the ditch and then the truck drove him over to just make sure that he wouldn't mm-hmm. move um and to make it look like it was like a staged crime scene Gosh. um there was yeah there was no damage underneath the truck and the rocks underneath it weren't big enough to really cause that much of a head trauma so they um, they then noticed that one of Aaron's I mean one of uh, Grant's bats was missing. Oh, from well, did it fall down the ravine on accident? I think it must have fallen down the ravine. Um, yeah. So Aaron refused to have a autopsy. Um, refused to have the anything ex- examined. And then the only person who was with him was him. And Gracie then went on to make a YouTube video that went viral. And she did this in 2021. She said that my brother died protecting protecting me from my father because, yes, he did just turn 18. And Mm -hmm. he was going to out his father. Mm. And that's exactly what they say is the motive. Um Let's, yeah, she said, my brother died protecting me from my father, Aaron Solomon. My father is a monster. It makes me want to vomit. I've been minimalized, but now I've found my voice. 
to be able to tell you that my father raped me, hurt me, and I'm not going to be a victim of this monster. He is a rapist, he is a molester, he is a liar, and he is a killer. And it was an 18-minute video that she did. When did he? When did Grant get killed? 2020. So it took her a year to get that. Like, And so the next year, she put that out. 2021, she put it out. It gets even dirtier. Was she still living with him? I don't know, because how old is she in 2021? She was born in 26. 20. She ain't 18 yet. Well, she's, yeah, yeah. So I guess she just turned 18. Oh, well, I guess she made, maybe she was still living with those people. Or maybe no. by this point, maybe after he died, she was, I, no, he, they don't know where the dad, they don't know where he, oh, 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 oh. Hang on. It gets okay. even worse. Dad then files a defamation lawsuit against Gracie. Oh, this man. Which has been lifted, but many speculate it'll be refiled. Okay. So then Aaron also tells his, he had his pastor, Steve Berger, <laughs> speak up for him, sending a cease, sending to cease and desist letters, threatening to sue people who dare question Grant's death, uh, question anything about what happened anything about the toyota anything about his daughter anything that anybody says he's gonna do he's gonna sue you you can't speak I, i'm sorry but i'm pretty sure that's like a first amendment freedom of speech yeah i don't know i don't think so uh as a result that dad, dad got, tries to get rid of the car he gets rid of the truck um he doesn't have anything investigated angie mom and daughter search out the car they find the truck they they get the truck investigated but most of the stuff was already gone but they got the truck back there's all this invest there's all this stuff that's going on with the truck but overall they believe that just like you said he was grant had been threatening to out his father and he was going to testify against him and according to the affidavit um Aaron, dad had begun sexually abusing Gracie when she was six years old. Raped her at 11. Grant was emotionally and physically abused. When Angie attempted to do the divorce, everything got crazy. And then this is how it all spiraled out. Um, At this point. Yeah, I need to. Where are we at now? As of now, Aaron Solomon has not been charged. Oh, my gosh. It appears that the methods going towards protecting him are even more wild than just what we thought. It is, it is a, I mean, he's apparently, he's in hiding. Apparently we can't find him. There is. He's in the church, hiding in the church. He's probably hiding in the church. There is a website, freedom, the number four, gracie.com. Freedom, the number four, G-R-A-C-I-E dot com. This talks about everything. It talks about Grant's death. It talks about its crime scene photos, reports, the truck, the timeline, news, everything. Um, there is a change.org that we're signing, uh-huh. and we're trying to get it to where we got to get this guy and press charges on him. Like, they're, I, he's nowhere. We can't find him. So once they raise a certain amount of money, they'll be, they'll be able to press the charges, get 
justice, they have a Facebook, they have a Twitter, they have an Instagram, they have all er, everything where you can post about like whatever, just to get the ball rolling to get. Let's see, where is Aaron Solomon? That's what the that's where it's called. No, I was just saying where because uh, they they want to <laughs> pedophile Aaron Solomon continues with Merrill Lynch. Oh hell He's no! Still working with Merrill Lynch. <gasps> oh no! This is ridiculous this is the he's this is the worst story and it's the worst because so many people let this this whole family down yes and they it's it is horrifying how it's going to be like a murder like where years later yes there's going to be a wrongful death suit against nashville whatever county and the judge like all these people that just covered it up and there's so many people. So many people. There's like Facebook pages. No, so many people that let them down. Like it's not yeah, just yeah. like her. Like it's not just CPS. It's CPS. It's the lawyers, community. It's the, it's the law enforcement. It's the law. It's, it's the, the church. Yes. It's the law enforcement. It's the damn judge. It's her it's family. The it's her parents. That's sad. The, it's so, school. Wow. So many. So but many. it's all over TikTok. There's all Aaron Solomon. S O L O M O N. That's the dad. And if you, he, listen, he looks shady as hell. You know where it all went wrong? They dated for how long? Oh, she got pregnant right away. Yeah. And then got married. You know what they say is that you don't know a person until two years. You got to know a person two full years to really know the true person. I will never. I mean, I agree. Dr. Laura Schlesinger. Oh, I love some Dr. Laura. She's the best. So. So had she waited two years and it only took what a couple months for her to see the real person but it was too late she had already married him she was already stuck she was already stuck. no you're never stuck she could have time she knew i'm not victim blaming but there's time your daughter said daddy did this to me that was your out yeah i know oh here we go they have a gofundme to donations will assist will assist the family in performing a private exhumation so they're going to exhume him they're going to do autopsy they're going to do accident reconstruction private investigation and attorney's fees i'm surprised he didn't make them cremate at first at first that's one of the reports that was out was that he was cremated or wanted to have him yes but he wasn't Mm. And they have a petition on change.org, and they've, they're trying to get to 300,000 signatures, and they have 273,000. Well, post that. Everybody needs to go and sign it because their grant needs some justice. And Angie, she needs redemption. It's and so Gracie bad. Needs redemption. And I don't know if they, if they have a new 
DA or what I don't know, but I sure hope that they have or Attorney General. I don't, I don't know all these. Dina names. needs to be disbarred. Dina needs to go. The preacher needs to get out the pulpit. <laughs> I'm mad at everybody. Yeah. So and I love me some Nashville. I know. I know. I know. There's there's several other yeah there's yeah corruption there's corruption this is just like South Carolina this is damn near worse and Mandy Matney who did the Murdo Murders podcast yeah. and she's the one who like she exposed cover. everything on uh, Murdo uh-huh. they've now changed the name of their podcast to like Little Cup of Sunshine or something and they are. They are covering it. Oh, okay. they are covering it. So she's, uh, so she's heard about it. So I mean, it's getting out there, um, and hopefully, I mean, it'll just keep getting out there. And all they need is a Netflix series coming up. Wow, that was good. So there good, you have good, it. Good. So good. Go do all the things, cause cause there's a lot of things to do. Andy needs to. What's his name? Already forgot it. Aaron. He Aaron. needs to go, and he just needs to be fired from Merrill Lynch. I'm gonna have to talk to some people about that. <laughs> okay, y'all. Good stuff, Caroline. Go in and rate us. Tell us how you like this episode or one of the other episodes, or tell us how much you hated one of them. Yeah, doesn't matter. Um, go and subscribe to Patreon, and don't forget to stay aware, stay alive, and always B D T F. What does that mean? Down to five the killer or figure out what's happening for justice bye y'all bye everybody has a story worth telling i'm Corey duncan on best story ever i take guests that you know through their most unique and captivating stories the best part i hear the story for the first time when you do everyone has a story what's yours Find Best Story Ever on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hola, yo soy Jackie. Y yo soy Jessica. Y esto es Zona del Crimen. podcast donde hablaremos sobre casos de crímenes reales y eventos impactantes que han quedado marcados a través del tiempo. Recuerden que nos pueden seguir en Facebook, Instagram o donde escuches tus podcasts favoritos. Hey, I'm Blair. And I'm Brittany. And we're the host of By the, the Cover, Cover Podcast. podcast. We cover everything from mysteries, thrillers, romance, chiclet, and even some smut. Don't forget the smut. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're so excited to get this thing going and share this with you guys. We've been talking about this for months, and it's finally, finally happening. Yes. Special shout out to Rogue Media for helping us with this. For sure. For (laughs) sure. You can find us on Instagram at bythecover underscore podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and TikTok, so don't forget to give us a follow on those two also. And we are so excited to dive into some of our favorite books and share those with you. We can't wait. Hope you love it.
Hi, and welcome to Bustles and Bangers with your hostess, Rachel and Christopher. I love it when you say my name. And you didn't say hi. I didn't. You you just kept going. I'm going to introduce the book. I'm <laughs> not reading it it's, because I don't like reading. Girls like cowboy butts, you know, and those jeans don't hide anything. Find us on Instagram at Bustles and Bangers or on RogueMediaNetwork.com. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.